Welcome to the Radically Christian Crosstalk Podcast, Season 2, Episode 17. The regular Crosstalk crew has the week off, and on this episode, our wives take to the microphones in order to explain how they make time for Bible study, even with their busy schedules. This week's show is hosted by Holly McAdams, Tanya McElgay, Shayla Sumners, and Arlie Dominguez. The Crosstalk Podcast is not a sermon, a Bible class, or even a formal Bible study. It's simply a spiritual conversation among friends that we hope will inspire you to have similar conversations with people in your life. And now let's jump right into that conversation. So what we do, I guess, is a person, and it's usually Tanya, is up to speed with everything, but she, a person texts everybody in our group. There's about seven of us. Yeah, we have seven right now. In our group, and then we um, say put a section of verses on there, and then we say, okay, what do you think about this? And then off we go, and people comment throughout the day. and Sometimes multiple days on the same. Yes. Yeah. But then, the, and then sometimes the next day it's a different section of scriptures, and we talk about those. It's just a way for us to have a Bible study throughout the day. It's like we had said a couple of times, I know a bunch of us had said it at different points, is that um, we all want to study. We all want to grow. We all have really good excuses why we don't have time in our day to do that. <laughs> um, and we definitely don't feel like we have time in our day to, to find, okay, at Tuesday at six o'clock every day, we're going to meet because that just is not practical with everybody's schedule. I mean, the four of us have had a hard enough time trying to find time to have an hour long tea once a month or so. So, I mean, just to be able to say, I want to do this every single week so that I'm growing every single week you know, one day a week for one hour was almost impossible. So the solution was to do the text study. And so by texting, like you said, we have it there. It's always available. And you can, there have been times that I had to mute it and I had to just Mm -hmm. mute it for a little bit because I was doing something I couldn't communicate at that time. But then you unmute it and you have a chance to catch up. And it just, I don't know about you guys, but it's been the best thing for keeping me in the word all day long. Because it may be that I'm at the grocery store standing in line, but I can look it up and check it. And and Shayla's the best at putting in scriptures to reference. Mm -hmm. And so I will reference the scriptures back and usually that'll lead to something else. And it's just a way that I have been encouraged to be in God's word all day long, but not, it doesn't have to be that here is my designated one hour Mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. I probably spend more than an hour now but it's just because it's five and 10 minutes here, maybe 15 here. There's just time throughout the whole day that adds up to a lot more study. I like it on the phone because I have a Bible study app that has a Strong's Concordance and multiple translations and kind of the hyperlinks to different verses and I can put in notes and highlight or I have a web browser, I can look up commentaries if they're not in the study app. And so I have everything I would need to do Bible study in the palm of my hand usually right there with me not always but it does make it easier to fit it in through the day it's not a it's not a chunk of time it's as it comes that one thing that kind of challenged me again besides the retreat was whenever scott did his wednesday night study and he did his first 15 challenge and so that was helped me get started in the morning with the text message study was okay the first 15 minutes that's whenever I'll read ahead on the verse or start looking up some things and getting some thoughts together 
kind of get a head start so I'll have something whenever it gets started yeah I mean we read throughout all of the Old Testament of all the sacrifices that they made and yet we think of all that 15 minutes is gonna kill me (laughs) Yeah. yeah I mean and so I think that was a great challenge just in a way to say that just because we live in the 21st century doesn't mean that we shouldn't offer up sacrifice of our time um and so I agree I think that's been a great a great prompt to to say this is you have to set aside time you have to make it important because I think we make plenty of time for what we think is important we spend what we want to be important exactly (laughs) we have no time um, no problem filling the day Mm -hmm. and I think I don't know I felt guilty sometimes oh I can't make it to that hour bible study a week you know or whatever and I feel guilty well surely I could give an hour to God you know with my Christian friends and talking about bible things and I would feel guilty that if you know if I couldn't make it or whatever but then I don't know it makes you feel good that you can set aside this this is a way to study the bible with friends and that's less intimidating I don't know if you guys feel that way (laughs) but I I tend to talk better in writing because I can get my thoughts together and I I don't stutter as much and I like having like, the time to get my thought together because yeah. I usually need just a few minutes to maybe read back over what they said and then go look up my response because I may know a phrase or verses in the Bible, but I don't know where it is. So I need time to look it up so I can share it. Otherwise, it's like, hey, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I trust it. It's helpful to you. you know, but mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you can look and reread. I, I don't know, but I like to reread my mm-hmm. own thoughts just to make sure that it's, it's coming across right. But it's just a, it's a, it is, it's a little less intimidating because you're not put on the spot immediately. You can take your time to respond, but it gives everybody a chance to respond. And again, we have, you know, in the group of seven, there's people that don't readers versus responders. And I think that's okay too. If it keeps them reading and participating in that way, then that's good. I think that's a good size of a group. If you had too many more that were adding comments for the day, you'd get have so many comments you might not get to kind of discuss back and forth as much and I started a separate text group with my mom and sister and it's almost too small of a group having just the three of us because maybe not necessarily it kind of groups it into maybe one kind of chunk at the end of the day maybe when everybody's had time but it's not as much throughout the day you were talking about staying in the word through the day and I've noticed a not transformation, but just a change in my attitude. And, you know, having three little kids at home can just be really wearing. And being able to be in the Word and to study it and to be pondering that whenever I'm getting lunch ready or folding clothes or just whatever has really changed my attitude and just helped me to have a better, more patient attitude and to be more cheerful and to keep in mind of what I'm learning and what I need to teach them. I think, you know, you were saying about the keeping it in there throughout. It kind of goes to the point of there was, uh, I can't remember who did the lesson, but they were talking about the difference of making God a part, like a checkbox in the day. Like this is the segment I offer to him and making him throughout the whole day so that it's the whole day is his and that you go and do your other things in between. And I think that's been the difference for me is that instead of saying, okay, here's my one set aside time that I'm gonna do a little study, then having it throughout the whole day, it's it, it forms your day around, around God instead of having the checkbox that yes, I did that part. 
it, it's more it's more of a friendly natural <clears throat> i don't know what i'm trying to say um when i sit down and to study the word i'm studying the word you know but with this text group it's I'm having a conversation with my mm-hmm. friends. It's, we would text anyway. Yeah, yeah, whatever. exactly. We would text anyway. I can throw in there that I'm having a really bad day, so this verse, you know, doesn't apply. Does it? it applies. But, you know, I, I can't think about this right now. Just, you know, it, it just... Well, it reminds, this is why I write. Yeah. <laughs> but it reminds me how they used to sit around the synagogues and they debated and they talked about it. Well, we don't have that luxury to just go and sit in a synagogue to do it, whereas we have our phone with us all the time. And I know that, you know, it's very different. We live in a different time, but that's our way of spending that time and, you know, making it part of every part of our day. One thing I found interesting is how each of us in general, have our own kind of personality of text (laughs) messages and how it's been consistent throughout the whole time and just kind of their personality and just the way you view things comes out Mm -hmm. in your messages. And I think (laughs) that's what makes it nice of having a group to do this with, you know, because you get to see things you wouldn't have otherwise seen and bring stuff out. Drives you closer together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anytime you're going to put yourself out there and study together, you're going to grow. And so... Mm -hmm. In some ways, it makes it easier to share more personal things mm-hmm. if you're not having to look at somebody and tell them something. I know I've shared some very personal things in our group, and it's not that they're secrets that I wouldn't share with somebody, but it is easier. It's like, I know these are all my friends, and it's easier to write it than to actually say it. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do we do this with our kids? I know we said we were going to get there because it's great that we've now found our our venue for well, ourselves. Nathan really wants a phone, so, <laughs> so we'll start a first grade text study. <laughs> Got autocorrect to help that, with the word. That's right. <laughs> that would be interesting. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. They would love it. Yeah. They probably could do it just as well. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I know when we had talked the other day is that one of the things that I find helpful was just using the car is that we're in the car so much. And really interestingly right now, we just dedicate just the morning time on our way to school. But doing having that time that we don't have the radio on and we review, granted, we also review our spelling words, but, you know, and then we go in and we have a good 15 or 20 minutes every day at that point that she and I will just have a conversation and Addie joins in every once in a while, but you know, she's not quite old enough yet to understand some of the things that we're chatting about. Um, but it's just, it's a time that, you know, I've, I can turn the radio on and we can all tune out and look out the window or we can turn the radio off and we can have a conversation because we're in a closed space together. And so I personally want to make my, encourage myself to do it more because we're in the car more than just on the way to school but for some reason right now that's like the one time that it happens so I don't I know that we spend a lot of time in the car and um it just would lead very easily to having time with her each each time we're in the car yeah we've given up on the radio in our car because Bella and Micah have so many questions and then you can't hear them if there's any music on at all so we just leave it off so that would be a good time to kind of take control of the questions and direct them and I know we sing especially on Sunday mornings we'll be singing the memory verse song over and over on the way to church so we could add that also to review the ones from past weeks well and 
I had said it the other day, my, you know, Mackenzie's a lot older than you guys kids so far. And so one of the things we did is, and you know, I mean, some people may not think that's right, but we put it as part of a chore and it sounds bad that there's a chore that's reading scripture, but I wanted her to understand that it was just as important as all the other work that she has to do. Um, that she has, while she has to make time to pick up her clothes and do her homework, she also has to make time for God. And so she just has to read two, two chapters a day and she gets to check it off. And I just think, you know, while I don't want her to think of it as a chore, that it's a, you know, something she doesn't want to do, but I want her to know that it is as equally important as everything else that is in her. Well, and get in the habit of doing that. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, because I don't think she's going to do that on her own. <laughs> Needless to say. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, three out of the four of us here homeschool, and I know we all include some sort of Bible lesson learning in, <laughs> in uh, our homeschool curriculum, but that would be an interesting part of it instead of just teaching a story of – you know, have them for their reading read the Bible instead of some other book, you know, instead of Dr. Seuss. Yeah, Dr. Seuss <laughs> or, you know, and, and then talking about that. And so, I mean, we all have Bibles. Don't have to buy curriculum, you know. <laughs> that would be, I don't know. One thing I have done kind of along those lines is there's different websites where you can make your own writing worksheet pages. And one thing I had done last year was written up just short two or three line memory verses for the kids that we haven't started working on yet but I've been turning those into Bella's writing handwriting worksheets to it's just a couple lines of scripture for her to write instead of just a sentence out of a story or the alphabet again another time for us has been like lunchtime because it's me and the kids sitting down for lunch and there's usually lots of talk and lots of chatter and I could just like in the car it's a time when we're all together not necessarily having to pay attention or do anything else that we could turn the talk to scripture. Right now, Micah is completely enthralled with David and Goliath, and he will tell you the story <laughs> over and over and over and it's act adorable. it out. And he usually wants to tell it to you at least once at a meal during the day. And so <laughs> it's been a good opportunity to hammer that into his brain. All right. <laughs> maybe you just take his, take his passion for Goliath and go. And so then, you know, then it's like, mm-hmm, but do you know about Jonathan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nathan really enjoyed Ezekiel and, you know, the Valley of the Dry Bones. Oh, and yeah. he, good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, one of my weaknesses, though, is those times where you can turn it, the talk to scripture and to God and I mean, what do you say? It's like, well, Nathan, what do you think about this? What, what, how do you do that? I don't, I can't quite put that together. How do you turn that conversation? I mean, if he asks questions, I'm more than happy to answer and study with him. But I just can't get past the, we're talking about Legos to now we're talking about scripture. I can't well, connect that. Maybe there, I think there's so many different stories in the Bible that are like the stories like the Valley of the Dry Bones that that are just so beyond interesting to children. And so, I mean, one thing I would think just that popped in my head is that perhaps you just do it more like, did I ever tell you the story about an ax head that floats? And, you know, you just say, have you, you know, do you know what an ax head is? How heavy would that be? And just make it um, 
not that you just start out, let's talk about the Bible and make it so that it's a formal thing, but you just say, did I ever tell you that story or have you ever heard the story about this man that rode in the fiery chair, you know, and just bring it in like that so that it's not, it's not like you're starting a formal thing. Again, here we, you know, we said the same thing for ourselves that when it was something that's very, very formal, it becomes very formal in your mind. It becomes almost like checkbox. Whereas if it's very natural conversation, it's so much easier and so much better. And so, I mean, that'd be my suggestion is to try to make it so that it's more of a, a guessing. Have you ever heard of? <laughs> and Bella asks and just talks about so many crazy things. Like lo- recently with the storm, she's been talking about, are we going to have a tornado? Is it tornado week? It's like, well, I hope not. But we'll go on to talk about, well, who made everything, who is in control, who was able to control the weather, and who loves you, who is always with you. So that's one thing just in the past couple of weeks, we've had the opportunity to kind of, and with Micah too, kind of bring that into their conversation and their understanding of kind of who's in control and and I think too of course when our kids mess up you know I don't know maybe they're acting selfish or not sharing or something you know then we can bring it back to you know what did Jesus do what do you think Jesus would have done if he wanted to share with his brothers you know and or he didn't want to share with his brothers you know and just bring it back to Jesus and what he would what his character needs to be reflecting on Jesus you can also pull up characters in the Bible who exhibited because yeah. there's every negative behavior you can think of talked about <laughs> and in a character study in the Bible. So there's plenty of selfishness and jealousy and anger and <laughs> anything. Bad attitudes. Yes. <laughs> then that gives you an opening to like, well, look at this person and look what happened to them or how they later on they transformed their life and what was made I, that difference. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think one thing that's also helped and I just um, that we've that I have tried to be real purposeful about is that we I try to bring everything. It's kind of like you were saying when they're bad or when they're whatever. But even like if we're driving the car and I see a really pretty sky instead of just saying, oh, look at the clouds are beautiful. It's look at the clouds that God made so that everything, you know, every time you have the opportunity to bring it back to to talking about God in the day in the, you know, someone it was mean to me today. I was like, oh, I, you know, I bet that made Jesus really sad. He doesn't like us to be, you know, and, and try to bring every possible scenario that they talk about back to God so that it's not an unusual thing for us to have a conversation about it. So I have found with our text study, it has been easier talking to Nathan and Ethne, although, you know, she's two. So about, about God and Jesus and these stories. But I agree. It's, it's easier whenever it's already on your mind to share it with somebody else, especially your kids, whenever you have to take it from a kind of an adult level to a kid level. If it's something you're very comfortable with, it's much easier to do that than something you've just learned and then try and transition it to another level and teach it. Yeah, and we were talking, we've been talking recently, I guess, about the tongue in James. And it's like, before I yell at my kids for doing that, I better stop. Wait, what did I just say in our text group? Ah. And when it talks about being a teacher, and, and if you're going to be a teacher, you need to have already taught it to yourself. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. I've been humbled. I've been humbled a lot <laughs> doing this text study. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every message that comes across. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to be humbled, start a group text. You want to be humbled and challenged study. and... Yeah. It also can be a really good way to be held accountable if mm-hmm. you'll 
put yourself out there and ask for it. Mm. One thing my sister is very good about taking things kind of to the next practical level of, okay, now what do we do? And so in the study with her and my mom, she challenged us, okay, what is one thing you have been studying and wanting to do? Let's this week, like in the next four days, we are going to do something about it and then check on our progress at the end of the week. And so one thing I had been noticing in our studies was the glaring lack of dedicated prayer time in my life was throughout the day there would be the short you know one or two minutes in prayer as something came up and came to mind which I think is a good attitude and way to do it but there was never that time of I'm going to focus on this and I'm going to have deep prayer about this topic and what I shared with my sister and mom is okay first 15 minutes I have available after all the kids are down from nap because right now they usually at least 45 minutes they are all in bed is those 15 minutes as soon as I can that is prayer time and the first couple days it was okay I've been praying let's look at my phone oh it's 10 minutes okay five more to go (laughs) one thing I was praying was help me develop the desire to do this to want to want to do it to kind of develop this attitude and these prayer muscles so that it's, it gets easier, and it has in the, the last few days that I've continued doing it. I've noticed my um, – I've always considered myself a little bookish, but I've really noticed my um, inability to study. It's like, well, I thought I knew how to do that, but <laughs> nope, sorry. Um, let me work on that. That's, and it, it's very eye-opening. It's – to do uh-huh. self-directed study is a whole different animal than being in a class and having somebody teach because like throughout college I could listen to the instructor have my notes take notes in class and I ne- almost never cracked a book and I could do okay and so I never really learned how to <laughs> <laughs> how to make myself go through something and learn it without somebody kind of presenting yeah self-study is hard but I mean, I think I'm I, I'm the same way because I was I was also I could <laughs> go through it, take notes, except for one glaring class, and that was the Bible's honors class, and that one he taught me very well that I was not good at that. But um, but I mean, I'm the same way. It's like it's easy to study for academics. Why isn't it easy to study for the Bible? But I think this this study has helped me realize that more than anything else. Well, and. And looking at how the other people respond, like how you, Shayla, respond with all these scriptures and stuff, it's like, you know, I could, I could probably put a little more effort and figure out how to find these scriptures, even if I don't remember where they would be or that sort of thing, or um, having the outlook that Holly does or the introspection that you do, Tanya. It's just, it's mind-blowing blow- to me. Um, your, your personality in your text has been asking the questions of, we've talked about this, what about this? And <laughs> taking it deeper or in a different direction that maybe we haven't thought of, but that does fit in perfectly. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> finds their role. It works together because because of that, you know. A big thanks to the ladies and to Cameron McElyay, who helps make this show possible. If you enjoyed the Crosstalk podcast, please consider sharing it with others and leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. As always, we want you to know that we love you, God loves you, and we hope that you have a wonderful day.